So, settling in, internally, externally. Both important. So, externally, begin to get a sense of the structures, the routines, place to sit, how the breakfast is going to work. Where you put your shoes, what kind of zafu you like. That's kind of stuff. Getting it together. Timings. Right, here we go. Systems go. Uh, it's uh, a certain amount of risk in it. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to master these things, little bits and pieces. But most of you have done retreats before, so you get the general sense. It's a bit of a fumble at first, and then gradually things going to come into shape. Internally, feeling comfortable in yourself. Mm. Settling internally, getting yourself comfortable in yourself. It's an easy enough phrase, what does it mean? Mm. Well, it means, first of all, you have to recognize, well... Uh, things are not clear yet, so can I be comfortable with that? Mm. Not quite certain how things are going to work. Can I be comfortable with that? Probably got a few loose ends, things I didn't get done, things I've got to do, concerns about people outside the retreat, business, so forth. Uh, you know? <laughs> Go away. No, no, it doesn't quite work like that. <laughs> Comfortable with the chaos. <laughs> you find that place, it's, it's kind of like the line of balance in the body. You know, your body can have a bruise on the head and a slight discomfort in the shoulder. And, you know, not feeling really good, good vitality, but yet yeah, you can stand and it's, it's within all that. There's a line of balance which is just open, okay. Yeah. Let me just focus on that. Mm-hmm. So it's really finding the place where you can, you know, in your mind, in your heart, you can be okay with whatever's moving around within or without. And that's a special place. Seems so. Um, Unspecial, but it's actually very special. A lot of the time we're trying to make the details okay, but then you start getting very busy and stressed. And just be okay with it. And focus on that okayness. Listen to it. Make much of it. As you sense it, From that place, uh, how do you experience your body? How does your body know that that's okay? It's not how you experience your body, but how does your, your body experience itself? The body is an intelligent, sensitive system. 
So when you say you don't have to get it all right, you don't have to have everything tidy, fixed, clear, perfect, that's fine. As your body sense itself. What is a body anyway? So we see these things, we assume that's the body, but that's the visual body. It's not, not a body at all, it's a visual impression. If we were dogs, we'd probably make much more of the, the smell of them. <laughs> dogs recognize people by the particular different distinct, different smell this body has than that one. We're mostly visual, so this idea, that's my body, well, that's one way of describing, it's not very relevant in meditation practice. But the Buddha says, very discard that, that sense. We have an idea of our body, you know, I'm old, I'm young, male, female, short, tall, fat, thin, generally it's pretty, it's got some critical aspects to it, generally conceptually it's not ideal, there isn't one, so relax, (laughs) we often be led to believe there's such a thing as an ideal body, because that's an advertising um, standard, buy one of these, you'll get it ideal. Join this particular system, you'll make it ideal. Mm. It's an advertising gimmick. There's no ideal body. There's this one. And the ideal is to feel comfortable with this one as you experience it. Mm. Visually, idea, and to recognize it's just the concept we may carry in our minds. I need just to seek to notice that and to not be agitated by it. That's quite, that's quite profound actually, since the social conditioning is such to get agitated around it. Make a big deal out of it. Yeah. Then, well, what am I talking about anyway? Externally, not just visually externally, but in the body's own sense. The body's own sense of its external is what? Touch, pressure. Some warmth, maybe. Movements. Sense of it operates together. It's in a bag, you could say. Let's see. 
internally it's dynamic vitality or stagnation tension or ease hmm? seemingly balanced or imbalanced a lot of it seems to be up toward you know there's a very strong sense aspect of it a lot of energy here not much there not even internal aspect then you contemplate these these are the bodies And the Buddha said, there is a body within the bodies. It's called the body of breathing. This is the one he highlighted as a medium for ease, happiness in the here and now, of body and mind, and liberation. There is a body within the body, within the bodies. As he called Anapanas, breathing in, breathing out. I declare this to be a body within the bodies. This is where the enlightenment factors come together. Ease in the here and now. Hmm? What is breathing? <laughs> Externally, we can notice particular sensations, swelling in the chest, swelling in the belly brushing of air through the nostrils slight, maybe a slight resonance in the back of the throat external, internal, those, those you can definitely locate them particular places internal certain tingling of energy uh, non-specific in other words, it could be in your chest, it could be in your belly, it could be in your throat, it could be in your head. It's just a suffusing, that's a breath, that's that tingly, suffusing quality, internal. Contemplating these. Long breathing, breathing in fully in and out mind's mindful and bringing the two together hmm. and what kind of attention what kind of effort what is this mindfulness stuff? <laughs> well, probably got a lot of information about that. Bearing something in mind, staying with it, staying on topic, staying with the theme. Uh, so that the mind receives the benefit of that process 
using the body to train the mind, using the body to nourish the mind, using the body to ease the mind. So this is simple. It's quite a profound turning over because normally we use the mind to direct the body and we use the mind to complain about the body (laughs) and tell you what it should be and we use the mind to meditate on the body and to decide how to do it onto the body (laughs) and this is rather like um, jumping on a horse and telling it to be a washing machine (laughs) because that's what you want it to be and it puts up a certain amount of resistance (laughs) you should be regular like a washing machine or a something like that or a taxi it's not a taxi, it's not a washing machine, it's a horse. <laughs> Definitely one needs to attend to it, but with a sense of, well, what are you? <laughs> let's, let's work it out, because, you know, if it's a fish, I want to know how to handle that. It's different from handling a horse. If I know it's alive, that means, what? It's got it's a certain process there. It's, it's alive, it's vital, it's, it's also sensitive and receptive. That's called life. Washing machine, probably less so, but, <laughs> yeah, but it's alive, so it's sensitive receptivity to it. Yeah, needs some handling, but let's listen up, first of all, to what, what it is. And maybe with a heart of goodwill. How are you? How is it? What's going to work? I don't know. Let me know. This way the body process helps to, you know, remove the taint of arrogance, domination, uh, automatic uh, impatience, these strategies are not going to work. Trying to make it be something. That's a mental strategy. Body's doing perfectly well breathing in and out before you showed up. So, you know, removing those, cleaning those strategies. And it certainly, in respects, it's a bit of faith. Because most things we do that we take seriously and we value, we want to get them right. And we have an idea what that right is. Yeah. And it generally, it's associated with, say, um, very strongly with external efficiency, for example. Get things done on time, make sure this fits that get it right. There's a certain tightness of attention to focus. So that may be the system that we used. Get a bit focused to get it right, because this is important. Mm. Now that 
can work to a degree on external doesn't work very good on internal because it tightens the system up the very system you're trying to you know experience and enjoy you're making it into a work project you're going to do and get it right and as that anxiety comes in and the pressure and the tension to get it right and you lose the quality of love openness enjoying receptive yeah until you get so much you never want to see another breath again because <laughs> as soon as they happen you start feeling anxious <laughs> you've got to be mindful of it <laughs> this is the wrong thing this is useful for some things but for this this is not going to work what I'm supposed to do then just listen up you know trust the system body knows it's been breathing in and out pretty good most of the life just get friendly with it you know different attitude and maybe it takes time to come out of some of the uh, internal restrictions or the internal lack of attention because most of our lives are there's a heightened emphasis on the external traffic lights, speed limits, road signs labels on how to operate a website, computer, so forth doing all that, get it right, don't make a mistake, have an accident, crash, could be messy you know a lot of our attention is going on that, isn't it? Cooking the food, this right, that right, get the right balance, so much magnesium, this much, cinnamon, is it? Proper healthy food, and then, then read how to have a relationship with someone, read all instructions, make polite gestures, don't be too forceful, look gently in the eyes, okay, fire position, and you get the text and manual, okay. Right, here we go. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I have a friend of mine who was on these kind of dating sites and he had this thing that was supposed to do and he got this bunch of flowers and he got prepared for it. We got a bunch of flowers like three days early to get make sure it was right on time. The time he got to produce they all wilted. <laughs> so he kind of meets this young woman who's kind of quite friendly and open. He's so nervous he kind of thrusts this bunch of flowers in. <laughs> So, who's this guy? <laughs> so, too much preparation is not a good thing. <laughs> and yeah, flowers is a good idea. Definitely, a bit of external. Make sure you right direction, aim the right. <laughs> so, the details of this just actually making them blend. Yeah. So this is, you know, that kind of emphasis on the external, you know. I mean, sometimes we, we kind of buy into an anxiety mindset. And if we don't get it right, it's going to be disastrous. 
and then that kind of way of operating. You know, I just don't want to be like that. Yeah, so giving attention, due attention, to keep the external relative, you know, pretty simple. Just, there's a body here. Don't if breath isn't there. Okay, and it's not in your range yet. Uh, you know, because with all that, uh, the pressures that arise, all those pressures that be stimulated through trying to attain external goals, mean that the internal system gets a bit tight or numb. Particularly when there's a lot of high impact in traffic and streets and business and phone calls and emails. Sometimes the internal just kind of seizes up or shuts down. And this is definitely quite a topic for our daily lives in society because when it closes down or it shuts down just can't manage the amount of impact that amount of pressure and anxiety shuts down then you know well all kinds of things happen you know we say disorder discord internally people mental health goes down stress levels rise stress levels rise Body chemicals change, body starts to deteriorate, nerve endings start to, to deteriorate, sensitivity deteriorates, there's neurological damage, there's physiological damage, there's psychological damage. Yeah. And externally, people start behavior, becomes blunt, numb, brutal, mm-hmm. clumsy, or. Uh, you know, this sort of social disease. Uh, and then, of course, people start to have to take medication, either the legal stuff or the illegal stuff, <laughs> to sort of do something to the internals, or blank it out, shut it down, or liven it up. And, of course, that has consequences on all levels. You know, because... Uh, the human beings, the human beings, it's not people are necessarily any nastier or weirder, it's just we're doing nasty weird things to them. <laughs> and that's what happens. <laughs> I'm treating a human being like a washing machine. <laughs> so we just don't want to do that. Not going to be efficient, effective. Stage one, stage two, three. We're just going to sit and feel comfortable. You know, and breathing. Is that comes online because it doesn't necessarily appear first of all. Either it's happening, but we don't really sense it because the receptivity quality, which is then very significant with internal specifically, has become rather numb, or it's it's become totally attuned to mental. So as soon as we become receptive, all the flood of emotional and mental stuff starts filling up the space. Okay, let's do some external. Place attention onto the external aspects of the body. So you exercise attention. You use the body to clear the mind. 
use the body to clear the mind. So say, okay, attention itself has these two aspects to it. Externally, you can focus on a topic for a moment. It's called vitaka, placing vichara, internal, receiving it. How's that? Place it, sense it, place it, sense it. Both. And, you know, we can make a big thing out of placing it, so you get every little detail of every sensation running from your toe up into your chin or your head. Take you a good hour or so, maybe longer. Well, uh, you get anxious about that or stressed about that. Did you miss something somewhere past the solar plexus? Yeah. So be careful of that. Overemphasizing the external. Because it's, it's there, sure, internal. You feel it. I don't just say pleasant, painful, but also how, what kind of vitality, vibrancy, openness is present in this thing, experience of body. And the flows, you begin to experience energy flows moving through. And within that you'll find one particular theme, like a tide in and out. There's various tides in the body, it's dynamic, swirls, vortexes, rushes, but there's one tide that unifies. This is the body within the bodies, body of breathing. And the internal is no specific location. This can be any location, but where you can receive it. And the development of it is you can eventually, this quality, you can sense it. So no part of your body is not sensing it. And that's called jhana. Which, you know, you think, wow. Not something I can lay, put a label on, but you don't need labels, but you feel happy, comfortable, no pressure, no tension, nothing struggling to get away, nothing trying to control it, and, and all this is definitely, it's a sense of something has landed fully. And that can take a while. But, meanwhile we are sensing the breathing. You sense that, this tidal flow. Uh, where you feel comfortable with it, at ease with it. How it swings from in to out and the pauses in between the two. That's an aspect of the tide. Notice that. It's just open. 
then the tight comes in into the inhalation, open and the tide moves out mm. so there's only one breath it goes on for your lifetime and it goes through this three phases tide moving in, tide moving out and the openness, all important don't forget the open bits Because the open places are the places where the mind has no direction. There's no will. The will is just open. And then we receive the inhalation. And a sense of something fresh. Exhalation. As it happens. That's how it is, isn't it? And what kind of quality spans all that? Mm. Being aware of our tendencies, we can have the get it right thing going. I mean, where's the system? So we might try counting breaths. That's the system. Um, the problem with counting breaths is you get a little bit, it's a bit like playing chess or something, you know, some game, you want to, got it wrong, try again, got it wrong, try again, oh, slipped off, try again, was that three or four, I don't know, I better try again, try, just, it's just, um, you know, it's not clockwork. And you miss the pauses because they're neither, you know, you tend to miss that. So maybe with that sense of, well, maybe I just have to get it wrong. (laughs) And uh, certain mind drifts, wanders, is that sense of placing. Easiest. Placing, the easiest place placing is external. Find a physical place in your body, chest, nose, belly, just place it there. That's the easy way. You place it. Uh, but before you place it, you find your receptivity has become swamped or clogged with mental, emotional, or energetic debris tangles of the energy system, quite normal, a slump of the energy system, acknowledge, acknowledge, this means as soon as you acknowledge, attention by the actual acknowledgement is separating from the content, acknowledge, separation from the content, and then turning or pausing intention how is breathing intention how is it so you turn 
your intention. Getting, you know, the intention, which is the motivation, the interest, the aspiration, that leads where your attention will go, or how your attention will form. It leads how your attention will form. So if your intention is more, oh, this is tangled, let's be somewhere more comfortable, where I more settled, more comfortable, that's the intention that leads your attention to a place where you can experience that. So saying, where do you feel more comfortable in your body than this? Where do you feel more in a flow than tight or congested? That's the intention, seek your well-being. That leads your attention to, I don't know where it is, well, where is it? Um, just keep waiting. Oh, that, that exhalation felt better. Yeah. Well, that place in my, my chest feels better. And gathering there, perhaps some of the stress in the face begins to release. Because we're not putting attention into our face where it can be often stuck. So your intention is not to get it right, your intention is to feel comfortable. Because comfortable is a direct experience, right is a matter of opinion, it's an idea. Comfortable is not an idea. Noticing the values. And the energies. So comfortable. So there's a feeling there, but there's also energy is not tight, not restricted, not desperate. A certain light, vitality and comfortable. That's the sign, nimitta, a sign to give attention to and to value. If you value it, your, your attention will pick up breathing.
You value comfort in your body internally, not just externally. Yeah. Then breathing, because the breathing is a steady, comforting, harmonious energy within the body. Settling takes some time because um, there's an inheritance of discord. And all that affects us internally. Physically, we can move away from things, we can switch things off and so forth. Internally, you can't. So there's the internal discord, imbalance, energy really quite locked up in the head. It's very strongly located into around the eyes or the head. So there can be this imbalance in terms of location, energetically. We can imbalance in terms of the, the tonality of the energy. That's so we've been used to a kind of a, a sort of thrusting to get things happening, and then a sort of collapsing to relax. So the energy is not measured. It goes from one extreme to another extreme. So these are the kind of discord patterns that we may experience and they can be associated also with psychological and emotional impact and memory. Because the emotions register on the internal body. In fact, the emotions arise from the internal body. Are very important to have the right emotional sensitivity towards the internal body. Also to contemplate where is it? Where is the energy? It's up in my head. Now you can bring your attention there and Keep expanding your attention slowly to include wider areas of your body. The nature of tension and constriction is they highly localize. And that means energy builds up there. Emotion builds up there. Psychological attitudes get established. Yeah, so discord 
memories of discord, memories of hurt, memories of regret, all based upon tight discordant energy. The past (laughs) is really an impression generated by energy. The weight of it, the pressure of it, the form of it, internally, is an energetic blueprint, energetic pressure, an energetic imprint on your internal body. So, you know, and we can get into all those topics that arise from that, and it can get very busy and quite intense and quite detailed. Is there another way? What about contemplating the energy of the restricted state, the guilt, the regret, the lack of, the not enough state, the not enough voice, I'm not enough, I'm never. Where's that? And extending your awareness over that, this is where the value of loving-kindness and expanding your attention to include the entire inner body so the energy is a chance to drain. Then the breathing returns through the whole system. Internal has no location. Location is an external thing. Time, place, landscape, so on, sense contact. Internal, the only location is karma. That is, I'm in the not enough state. I'm in the got to make it work state. I'm in the, you know, so when we sense that, this is actually already result, a discordant result. And you can't go into that and sort it out. You can't apply your external logic this is that, that's happened five years ago, don't worry about it, uh, it doesn't really matter, no, that doesn't work. You can't tick it off your to-do list. <laughs> Different method, okay, this is me getting tightened up, expanding, loving-kindness, breathing, simple.
expanding your attention, receptivity to it, no longer trying to make it go away, change it, understand it, analyze it. These are external uh, energies, they have relevance in certain situations, this situation not so useful. Internal quality of just open, loving, because it's there. So you don't want it to be there, but it is there. So, <laughs> okay. You wanted a horse, you got a you got a fish instead. <laughs> so. <laughs> It's a different kind of handling, but you can handle it. You can learn. Sometimes it's a it's a raging tiger, or it's a jellyfish. Okay, I'm expecting this one. So this is how we work: contemplate. Settling. Naturally, we tend to associate such a thing as comfortable, there's a certain emotional tone to it, which is true. But there's also a a sensory motor aspect to it, which means the system is just gently turning over at its own speed. It can be quite fast, it can be quite slow, but it's fluid, it's no snagging. A sensory motor system. And we tend to see these as distinct. Emotion is a kind of heart thing, you know, stuff is body thing. 
energetically, same thing, and the sensory motor precedes the emotion. That is because the, you could say, the nervous system is comfortable, is processing things in a smooth way. There's an emotional sense of, yeah, feel pretty good, really. Because if we try to create the emotion, then this is a, uh, you know, this is the wrong way. Trying to feel comfortable, but notice where the body internally is comfortable. Give attention to that. A sense of ease arises when it's comfortable. Breathing there until the locations begin to dissolve. So let's continue your day, since it's going to happen anyway, so (laughs) stay with it. 